This is a Rooster Teeth production. everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of annual pass this is the podcast where we talk about all things theme parks rides shows attractions if it happens in a theme park it happens here on annual pass i am your host jack patillo and of course joining me as always is my lovely beautiful and talented co-host bk hi Beeks. hello jack how, how are, are you doing i'm doing fantastic you beat me too yes I, was, I did finally i was gonna ask you how you're doing i'm doing very well i'm doing <laughs> very very well welcome to december it's it's December. Uh, if you're if you're watching this on YouTube or anywhere else, like where it's public, it's December first right now. We're, we've made it to the final month of the year. This year has gone by so fast. Yeah, and it's already super cold. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, it got really cold. Like usually it's around Halloween is kind of where it starts dipping, and it went from like okay, Halloween is kind of mild, no, it doesn't too bad, and then we had a cold front go through, and it went from like you know 60s down to like 40s. Yeah, it's like what the what? And I'm running right now. I'm like training for my marathon you're in January. Insane. Well, yeah, I'm, yes, I am, but I'm also <laughs> old, and but I want to stay alive so i've got to stay healthy somehow makes sense and understandable so, so i go run so that way i can eat mcribs and be okay because oh, i burn off the calories one of those. yeah <laughs> calorie in calorie out man you, you burn off calories and he's filling with those junk calories it's great it's you the, gotta like bulk up for like hibernation winter time yeah you know? exactly that's exactly. what i do I yes like a that's chipmunk. that's my excuse is that i'm bulking up for winter time. <laughs> 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 not that i have no metabolism anymore anyway <laughs> hi how are you doing out there everyone thank you so much for listening and watching our show uh, don't forget, we have some new merchandise at store.roosteeth.com. We've got a new hat. We've got my, I'm, I'm rocking this shirt. The uh, This is my theme park shirt. Shirt is up in the store right now. We also have our Rope Drop Running Club. Speaking of running, yeah. our Rope Drop Running Club new uh, running jersey is up in the store. Uh, I rock that when I wear, you know, when I'm not wearing a hoodie over it because it's so cold. Like right. I, I rock that, wear that around all the time. We also have our postcards up now, too. So you can grab a postcard, send it to one of your friends, and uh, or send it to us. I don't know. Whatever you want to do with it, send, send it. Postcards are nice. Oh, my gosh. Put it on I, your fridge. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's all the artwork done by Gil Fox. So it's really, or at least a lot of the older artwork. So, like, it that for some reason those postcards took a long time to come out <laughs> so it's a it's it's pretty classic stuff but anyway that's up in the store store.roosteet.com that supports our show so grab that if you want to uh also follow us on social media we are annual underscore pass on twitter and on instagram we are annual pass pod on tiktok we got a bunch of cool tiktoks up there and youtube.com slash annual passes where you can find our video version of the podcast yes. also you can see our vlogs we have up there as well where you can watch us going through parks and i think by now we probably have some halloween horror night stuff up totally so, some really, really cool stuff. That was a lot of fun. If you're a fiend like me, it's Halloween every yeah. day of the year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, today we got a fun episode, a little controversial attraction. Uh, we're going to be talking about Frozen Ever After. Uh, so do you know, do you know, hey, do you know what Frozen Ever After is? That That's that's not the sing-along. No, that's not the sing-along. That is, uh, that the one you're talking about is Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Uh, over in the ABC Theater. I okay. don't know what that attraction's called off the top of my head. That's, I think. I think it's called Frozen Sing-Along. <laughs> There you go. A little, little on the nose, a little a on little point too there. On the nose. Frozen Ever After is actually an attraction. Okay. So uh, the controversial thing about this is this attraction replaced Maelstrom. Oh my gosh, the one in Norway. In Norway. So in the no! Norway Pavilion at Epcot and in, uh, in 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 Epcot and Magic and uh, in, uh, Disney World. That's the world I'm looking for. Disney World Resort in Florida. Uh, Maelstrom was one of the oldest rides yeah. in the park. That thing had been around for a long, long time. It wasn't there in opening. It wasn't back there in 82, but it was like 85 or something. It opened up. And so uh, the Norway Pavilion, it was going to be a larger Scandinavian pavilion. So it was going to be a bunch of different countries. Ended up landing kind of on Norway, but Maelstrom was in the back. Very cool stuff. Like uh, Yesterworld actually did a really great video on, on Maelstrom in general. 
There was a lot of wild stuff. Do you know there was a Tesla coil in that attraction for a while? Wait, what? Yeah, like one of those that spits out lightning and stuff. No. So there was a scene like when you go down the water thing, the big splash down at the end, mm -hmm. there's like an oil derrick kind of thing. Yeah, like, I remember the oil stuff. Yeah, yeah, so there's lightning in there. And it's uh -huh. just now, and at the end, by the end of the attraction, there's like flashing lights. But initially they had like actual lightning. Like it was okay, a giant sounds... Tesla coil that would spark out and stuff. It looked awesome. That sounds like a fire hazard this, or something. Well, this, this is the 80s. No one really cared about that. Can't imagine. Oh, uh, yes. Just be careful. Don't touch the water. Don't even think about touching yeah. the water. Super intense stuff, but it looked really, really cool. <laughs> but uh, that obviously didn't make it over to Frozen Ever After. Uh, so on September 12, 2014, Walt Disney World officials announced that the Maelstrom attraction would be replaced by an attraction based on Frozen. So Frozen obviously was a massive massive hit for yeah. Disney uh, kind of caught people off guard actually it was one of those things where you know they had it and they were planning on doing an attraction but like oh we'll, mm -hmm. we'll wait and for it and then the thing exploded and everyone's like oh they're like oh we got to get something done pretty mm -hmm. quick so they're like how where can where will it fit what can we do you know was it gonna work in Magic Kingdom and eventually they landed on the Maelstrom in Epcot because uh, you know Norway is the, the the area you know Arendelle is kind of takes place around Scandinavia kind of Norway area and uh, they're like well we can just replace Maelstrom with a frozen themed attraction and so this is where it gets controversial because the World Showcase with all different countries has never had an IP kind of themed attraction. Like, right. you know, like Mary Poppins pops up in England and sure. stuff. Stuff where it kind of makes sense. Uh, but this is the first time ever they're like, we're going to make a ride featuring fake characters or, you know, and so they're like, okay. And so it was, it was kind of a hot topic. Even now it's, it's kind of a hot topic. Like a lot of people aren't really happy with it being there. And now even in Paris, you know, even in France, they added uh, the the Ratatouille area behind. Oh yeah. I haven't been since that's been added. Yeah. And that's a whole other thing. It was like that one, you know, they, at least they didn't replace a ride, but it definitely is kind right. of like, Oh, this is an animated character mm -hmm. inside of the park is like, is this what we want is, you know, is that supposed to be educational? You know, but like, right. it's the IPifying of Epcot. Some people are calling it IPCOT now, which is IPCOT. <laughs> I mean, because you got Guardians of the Galaxy replaced yeah, the Universe it, of Energy, and then Finding Nemo's in there somewhere. Living with the Seas, too. yeah. Like li I think now it's like called Living with the Seas with Nemo. I mean, oh, like, oh man, yeah. that's bad. And so there's a lot of stuff where it's like it's kind of becoming like a second Magic Kingdom, and this was sort of the not the herald of it, but it was, it was certainly one of the first big like, okay, we're we're doing this, right. you know. And so that's. Because like Epcot is supposed to be like, I feel like what made it different was yeah. that it was away from that stuff. Like if it was sprinkled here and there, it was like, you know, like it, the the ride in Mexico, which yeah. is like the three, oh, caballeros. The three caballeros, but like that made sense. Yeah. Like it it's in the culture, it's a part of it. And it was nicely kind of like integrated. Yeah. So yeah. to hear like Maelstrom be gone and it's like a whole new IP, I'm like, okay, how... How different is it? Did it yeah. like completely take over? Is like anything reminiscent of so, what was there? Well, well, once we get to like the fun facts of okay, the attraction, yeah, there, yeah. there's some stuff that kind of made the jump. Okay. Or, you know, like some references and stuff. But for the most part, it's gone. Oh, and so, I'm so sad. That was that's on my go-to list every <laughs> time for Epcot. Maelstrom's final day of operations, October 5th, 2014. So, uh, yeah, and then just about two years later, on uh, June 21st, 2016, is when Frozen Ever After opened. Uh, the attraction is the exact same ride vehicles and pretty much the exact same layout as well okay um they did add a couple scenes to it i don't know if they had to expand some of the areas but they added some extra stuff to it there's actually some really good videos where people literally have both versions of the attraction running side by oh. side which is kind of cool and it's like you can see from like start of it to go and so frozen does definitely has a couple early scenes that weren't in the original mm -hmm. one i don't know if they 
ate into the queue area and kind of added Maybe. more land or something, but I, I'm not sure exactly how that one goes. Uh, so the animatronics used in the attraction, they use the same rear projection technology as the figures in the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. So have you ridden that one? Yes. So, you know, they have like, it's kind of like a, not hollow faces, but they have like screens where their eyes are right. and they project onto that to actually have like animated eyes and, and whatnot. Uh, that was the first time they had done that in the parks. And so for Frozen Ever After, they did the exact same thing, except this time it's like their entire face. So oh. it's like, you know, like all the human characters. So Elsa, Anna uh, and, and uh, uh, Kristoff, they all have faces projected onto them. And Olaf, his eyes glow too. Olaf oh, and, cool. uh, and Sven, the, the the moose, they have their eyes projected. So uh, that being said, the the Sven, or no, the, the Olaf figures in this attraction are really, really cool. It yeah? looks like they pulled them straight from the movie. Oh my gosh. It's really, really neat. Um, And also the one cool thing about these animatronics is well is they're all electric so it's the first time ever they had fully electric animatronics what so do they run on normally pneumatics and hydraulics no, so, what's the pneumatic so pneumatic is essentially like like pistons like air pistons and oh stuff. air okay yeah, yeah. sure so, yeah so like you know before like if you had to move an arm you would have to like pump hydraulic fluid into it okay. and lift it up and then you like them let and you release it to move it down and so that's there was a lot of liquids and a lot of stuff like it's corroded over time but these are fully electric and which a means they're quiet yeah because one thing like when i worked a great movie ride one of the, the most horrifying things when i was there was when we when the park wasn't open or when we would have a dead show we'd run it without audio so the whole the whole ride would run but there'd be no sound in the whole thing <laughs> when you pulled into the wizard of oz area the little munchkins would start popping up and their mouths would move because they, they'd move their head and their mouths would move but you just hear the clicking of oh, their mouths no. and, and it's just like you'd be surrounded by all these like uh. clicking noises and so also like the uh, if you go to the Enchanted Tiki Room, same, similar thing, you can actually hear it there. Okay. So all those little like a little parrot mouths and stuff, they move and they very much like like they clack together. I feel like so. I've heard them but didn't know what I was hearing. Yeah, yeah. So that's so interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, and it makes sense too. Is like, I mean, all electric is the way to go. So I mean, that's pretty cool. And so I imagine most animatronics could be like that. Also the uh, the Elsa inside. I think she's and I think she's an A one thousand. She's basically one of the like the most electric, like one of the most fancy animatronics it's they like have. A one thousand robot <laughs> initial. Well, Elsa it's, it's like Elsa and then the the shaman and uh, the Navi River Journey. Right. Uh, like there's there's a few that are very very nice, and so I think she's one of the more elaborate ones. She's because she's singing "Let It Go" at the top of the ride, and she's moving around oh, very cool. flowy and very natural. So there's a lot of moving parts to her in there. Uh, there were no new songs in the attraction, so they didn't add any new songs, but they definitely kind of tweaked a couple of them. And when they did, they actually went to the original composers as well and, oh, nice. and had them clean it up. So it wasn't like they hired someone in and to you know bring it in and fix it. They actually had the original people working on it. As a matter of fact, that. all of the voice cast in the ride is the original voice cast. Oh, how so, sick! Yeah, so there's a few new lines of dialogue, but it wasn't any fake voice actors. You know, like uh, kind of like the Bradley Cooper knockoff they right. have you know, right now, Cosmic Rewind. <laughs> no, these were all the original ones. So Dina Menzel, uh, Jonathan Groff, uh, Kristen Bell. Uh, Josh Gad, they're all back for this one. Uh, and also, let's see here. The um, <laughs> on opening day, when the attraction opened on opening day on June twenty first, guess how long the line was? What the what the queue kind of topped out at? Um, first day for an attraction based on Frozen. For, uh, three hours. Five hours. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> we 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 just broke BK. Holy People cow. waited five hours to ride like this. <laughs> Yeah, it's very short. It is very oh short. God. It's I think it's like maybe five minutes long, if that. Oh, I've never. <laughs> yeah. That was real shock. The only other comparable time, like wait time for that, that I can find in recent history is Hagrid. Uh, Hagrid's motorbike adventure mm -hmm. at Universal. That one, 
it's kind of a slower capacity, so like they don't load it as quickly. And that one went for I think four to five hours on opening day, oh, and it, that man. one still gets pretty long. So, and hopefully we're getting past that. Things like Velocicoaster, the capacity goes a lot faster. So hopefully we're going to see that kind of stuff. But man, five hours for a ride, like oh, that's their whole day. Yeah, like, that's ugh, it. I feel bad. And so apparently, when they had this line, they had cast members were handing out water and ice cream and Aww. stuff because it was June in Florida. So it's yeah. like you're going to get hot right there. And there's not much like inside the queue like if the queue's that long you're you're outside of the inside part yeah like you're yeah. uh-uh yeah the, the actual inside queue is not very long at all it is very cool though it is, it is designed to look like arendelle and the whole idea it's uh it's it's summer it's uh winters it's what was it called they call it a summer snow day is what they say so the idea is elsa's having a snow day where she's making it snow on everyone yeah. but it's actually summer and so you see a lot of kind of you know, remnants of that where it's like, oh, there's like, you know, things that shouldn't be covered in snow are covered in snow. And it's a big celebration. And so you're there to be part of the celebration. And then she's like opening up her palace to show off and whatnot. And you actually, in the queue itself, you walk through Oaken's trading post. Oaken's that big, like the big dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you actually go into his trading post and they have some stuff in there. And he, they have a sauna in the back. And the sauna is like fogged up. And every now and then, Oaken will like clear it out. and like, hello. And like he'll oh, wave so to you cute. and stuff. And it'll make like little hearts in it and like in the in the fog. It's really cute. And it's kind of it's a neat little thing. It's a really neat, really, really, really neat cue. I Olaf like it a lot. Gets his wish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty cool. Hey guys, thank you for supporting Annual Pass. And we're gonna take a short break right now to tell you a little bit about our sponsor. Uh, Diet Smoke is our sponsor today. Diet Smoke makes federally legal premium THC products that discreetly deliver right to your door. Diet Smoke's variety guarantees there's a product for everyone. Whether you're looking for a light buzz at the end of the day to take the edge off or something a little stronger for a day's adventure, they've got you covered. Most importantly, Diet Smoke is great for all levels of THC consumers. Experienced users love the Delta 9 high for when they can't melt into their couch and still want to function. And Us Weekly just named Diet Smoke's Delta 8 gummies as best for beginners. So they got that going for him. I got a couple of their packs in the mail. It was super easy. They showed up. I just tore it open. I had half of one, and it was great. It helped me put it put me right to sleep at night because that's usually when I take mine. It helps me go to bed a lot easier, and you know, instead of kind of being like restless and whatnot, I just take one of the gummies and I just fall right asleep. And these worked magically. It was really, really good. Diet Smoke cares about their customers. On top of the guaranteed quality through available lab tests, they consistently release new flavors to keep their experience fresh. Each flavor is handpicked through several weeks of testing and sampling before release. Best of all, if you don't enjoy your experience, their friendly customer service team will quickly address the issue. For Annual Pass listeners, shop now and use code ANNUALPASS for 20% off your order. Go to dietsmoke.com and use code ANNUALPASS for 20% off your order. Thank you very much for sponsoring. Thank you for supporting the show and let's get back to it. Hey guys, let me take one minute from Annual Pass just to tell you a little bit about our sponsor. It's the RT Store. That's right, the Rooster Teeth Store, where you can grab all your Annual Pass merchandise if you want to do so. Store.roosterteeth.com is the place to go, but I want to tell you a little bit about some Achievement Hunter fall merchandise we have out there right now. Layer up in the new Achievement Hunter fall collection and save. Someone wrote this. I love it. Pick out any two pieces from the collection and get a third for free using code AHB2G1 at checkout. That's a weird code. I'm going to read it again for you. A-H, like Achievement Hunter. B, like buy. The number two, which represents two. G, which stands for get. And one, which is one. So A-H-B-2-G-1 at checkout. Buy two and get one for free. 
Not only do we have some cool annual pass merchandise, like, you know, like the Rope Drop Running Club shirt or the This Is My Theme Park shirt, but there's some great new Achievement Hunter Fall merchandise as well. We have some flannels. We have some really nice flannels, actually. Uh, one has a whole lot of pockets. I don't know why there's like three pockets on the back. It's great. There's also a flannel that is a hoodie that is really, really comfortable. Uh, we've got, of course, some fall joggers, which are really nice. They're kind of like a maroonish color, and I like them a whole lot. And there's a blanket and there's socks. There, there's so many great pieces of fall merchandise free to represent Achievement Hunter and all of your finest. So don't forget, you can bundle up with a new Achievement Hunter Fall Collection this holiday season. Pick any two pieces from the collection and get a third for free. That's right, two and then a free third one. Yes, this collection includes a comfy blanket and some great layering pieces. Again, use the code AHB2G1, AHB2G1 at checkout and save. Thank you very much to the Rooster Teeth store for sponsoring Annual Pass. Let's get back to it. Anyway, so that's enough talking about it. BK, are you ready to ride with me visually or mentally on Frozen Ever After at Epcot? Sign me up, Let's baby. Let's do it. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Ready for this? BK! Yeah! We're at Epcot, BK! Oh my gosh, I love Epcot! I know, it's so nice. We're, we'll, we'll, we'll wander around, we'll get a whole bunch of stuff, we'll get a bunch, like, we're in a frozen margarita in Mexico, but we're gonna yes. walk past Mexico, we're going to Norway, BK! Oh my gosh, we're in Norway! We're going to Norway, because we're gonna ride Frozen Ever After! Oh my god, I've never been on this before! Alright, it's a lot of fun, okay, so now we're, we're going through, look, we're walking through Arendelle, and you can see all, like, the town square and everything, there's, like, all the like, lanterns, and it looks so cool. Oh, so pretty! Look, oh, we're in Oaken's, we're in Oaken's little, little training shop, I wonder if I can trade him for some stuff. Maybe you can, I like it, it's so awesome, I can't believe it's real! He's there, he's like, hello, and it's like, oh, okay, ah, I love you! Alright, now we're, okay, let's get on the boat, let's get on the boat, okay, like, what, what road do you want to sit on? There's not many roads, do you want to sit in the front, the back, or do you want to go? Let's in the front! Let's do it, let's go right in the front, okay, here we are, okay, we're on the front, okay, we're, like, we're going up, wow, we're in a winter wonderland, oh, it's so pretty, it's so cold! It's a winter look, wonderland! Look, it's Olaf and Sven, and they're like, hey, he's a kid, and like, Olaf, is, he's, he's, he's swinging around, he's like, I'm a snowman, and he's singing, <laughs> he's singing, do you want to build a snowman? BK, do you want to build yes, a snowman? Yes, I want to build a snowman! Oh, we're building a snowman. We're, we're gonna build a snowman with Olaf. <laughs> I don't know if we'll come alive or not. That'd be kind of weird. But okay, now we're going to. Oh, look! It's a troll. It's Grand Pabby. Oh, hi, Grand Pabby. He's like, he's like, hello. And he's recounting the story of the film. He's talking about like, like, oh, look, oh, uh, Elsa. Magic. Elsa was magic, and she used her power to unfreeze her, her sister. True love saved it, and all that. I don't know. That's I, pretty good. Is that is that how he sounds? I don't know. That's, yeah. Okay, now we're going. We're okay. He's like, oh, now we're going to visit the ice palace. We're going up the hill. Like, oh, look, you can see the castle up in the sky. It's oh my so goodness, are we gonna let it go soon? We're gonna let it go. Okay, we're going up to the very, very top. And I go, look, oh, no, look, we're reaching up. Now we've got Olaf. He's still ice skating and he's singing, and he's singing first Wee. time in forever. forever. And then they say, but he's, he can't sing it. He doesn't know how to see it. He doesn't know the, no, the lyrics. No, no, <laughs> oh, look, oh, it's, it's Anna and Kristoff, and they're singing to each other. Oh, it's they're so, so cute. sweet. Oh, and, but like, Sven's got his tongue stuck to a pole. Uh -oh. That's that silly moose and reindeer. No, reindeer. He's a reindeer. That's right. That silly reindeer. <laughs> oh, okay, so now, oh, look, we hope they get, look, it's Elsa. And she's at the top and she's saying like she's singing let it go yeah, let, let it, it go. go and she's conjuring ice and, like magic stuff's going I around love you ice queen um, but now she goes like what and she like whisks us away and there's like magic lights Ooh. at the ceiling and we're going backwards BK we're backwards. going backwards ah. Okay we're going back and you can see on the walls like all the ice and magic stuff is forming around it's like we it's so cold. And then we're falling. Okay, now we're going back down the hill. And like, okay, the boat's starting. Look, it's Marshmallow. It's the big ice dude, Whoa. Marshmallow. And he's got all the little ones around him. Hi, like, friend. Are you a friend? He's a, he's a friend. Remember, he looked bad in the movie, but it turned out he's actually a good guy. Yay. Okay, now he's oh, he's looking at us. Oh, he's breathing. I, he's breathing mist at us. Like, oh, no. Oh, we're going down. It's 
and we splashed in the water. And we splashed in the water, and that's okay. And it took our photo. Did he see the flash? Did he smile for yes, the flash? Yes, of course, they posed. Good, 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 good. Okay, so now on our left, oh, we can actually see Arendelle. Look so pretty. Look at it, so nice. And, that, and, that, so and, so, and all the fireworks in the sky and whatnot. And now look, we see everyone. It's Anna and Elsa and Olaf, and they're all singing. It's summer. It's in summer. Like in I'm gonna, summer, dun, 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 I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a happy snowman in summer. And I don't, I don't know how the lyrics of that song go. <laughs> and with that, we finished and we have done it. We have survived. I don't know if survived is the right way. We finished Frozen Ever After. We didn't freeze to death. We unthawed. We unthawed right now. That was awesome. Excellent. <laughs> we did it. Good job, everyone. And I hope you enjoyed that ride on Frozen Ever After. So I've got some fun facts here. Um, so also, so Frozen Ever After obviously started in Epcot in Florida. It's also moved on to Hong Kong Disneyland and Tokyo Disney Sea. Oh, wow. So it's made its way internationally as well. I don't know if it's in Shanghai or not, but it, I mean, I wouldn't shock me if it is, but it could be. Um, so the, the, the ride photo, that didn't exist during Maelstrom. So when, because Maelstrom like never had massive, yeah. I mean, never really had huge queues. Not, it was a fun ride, but it wasn't like five hour long wait. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, they, the, um, they, they added the, the, the ride or like at the ride drop, they added the photo right there that takes automatically for you. Also one thing they got rid of, um, in Maelstrom, as you went back down, like so, the trolls essentially sent you back. Yeah. The so the, uh, the the path. Uh, yeah. The the path didn't like you know alter at all. So basically, your boat swings and you go backwards. So when you went all the way to the back and then turned the other way uh, during Maelstrom, if you remember, you actually went outside. You got to see the outside. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like the bat, the boat poked outside, mm -hmm. and I'm curious. I don't, I don't know if this is true or not, but I'm wondering if when it was raining or storming, if they had to shut the ride down because of that little section oh, because it did poke outside. I never I never thought yeah. about. That. I don't know if they did or not. And so now obviously that's been that's been shut off. And there was a waterfall there too yeah, that's been closed off. Well, that's the iconic part of the ride. Yeah, so uh, that's all gone now, unfortunately. No! Well they walled it off. Now it's all like all covered in black lights. That's where Marshmallow is, the big the big guy at the end. Oh, so okay. when you get to Marshmallow and your boat's spinning, imagine going back far enough and it's actually like poking outside a little bit and you can see the sky there. But it doesn't exist anymore. So uh that's a little sad. Um oh yeah, and also so when you get to Elsa and she's singing, Let it go and mm -hmm. she throws you away, there's like a little like fiber optic effect on the ceiling. That was actually part of Maelstrom. Oh. So they, I, I don't know if it's one to one, but they definitely reuse some stuff in the ceiling that was part of Maelstrom. Because when the the trolls send you backwards, they had it's like all stuff, magic yeah, yeah, stuff up in the ceiling, and uh, and also one thing too about this attraction that's a newer thing that has been happening in more attractions. There is a fail state for the animatronics. So. What that means is if the ride stalls or breaks down, the animatronics don't just like, pour, like right. shut down. They will actually keep acting and performing. So like when Elsa, when she finishes her whole Let It Go song, if like I've seen video where people get stuck there and so she sings Let It Go, but they don't go back. She'll then finish singing and literally like put her hands in her like together and she just kind of like sways back and forth and will wave every now and then. Aww. I was like, okay. Like, oh, all right. That's so cool. And it's like, man, like they have to think of that stuff. Yeah. Cause like it would be a little like disconcerting if like you're watching an animatronic as a kid and all of a sudden it just like went dark or shut down. Yeah. Like, but she's alive, right? They're real, right? And so they actually <laughs> took that into account. And I, I, that's the one I've seen. I'm sure some of the other animatronics as well, like they have a loop of some nature once mm -hmm. they, you know, if, if something goes one-on-one -on -one or if something does break, um, they will actually have a, a reaction to it, which is really cool and really clever. And one of those things you never really think about, but it's like, oh, that's... That makes sense. It doesn't, yeah. you know, you don't lose the magic, you know? Obviously, if a ride shuts down, like then it like, gets you to come out and like they'll, they'll evacuate you. But... You know, sometimes you'll get stuck somewhere. It's like, yeah. all right, you know, you kind of have or to wait for it. sometimes certain cars need a little bit more loading or unloading. Yeah. So, like, yeah. if they're not prepared for that on the track, you might have to sit there a little bit longer than usual. Yeah, yeah. And so 
that's pretty neat. I'm curious. I, I'm curious if there's other attractions that you can think of. If right. you can think of other attractions that have like that fail state where it's like, oh, the ride kind of keeps going even if mm -hmm. like they're not there, you know? I mean, some of like, like Pirates of the Caribbean is like on a loop. You that's know? what I was wondering. It just keeps Yeah. Moving, and so yeah. like I know a lot of times I'll be in Pirates and you'll get to, like the, you know, the the Captain Jack Sparrow on the on like the, the chair scene. Mm -hmm. And I've been stuck there and he'll just kind of sing his stuff over and over. I've been stuck under the foot many a time. Oh, really? Yes. The, the gross. Just, just stuck there. <laughs> right, right, right underneath it. That's and horrible. It's just, it's just swinging oh man <laughs> oh man but uh, yeah that's pretty much my look at frozen ever after um it's i mean it's a really cool attraction in my opinion not worth five hours like i, I, I wouldn't wait five hours for that i've ridden it once and i think i waited maybe an hour hour and a half something along that because like, it was one of those things like i've done everything else i just got to ride it right. so katie and i just waited in line and like the majority of the queue was outside of the building so again you know if you're gonna ride that thing make sure you have you know sunscreen on right or you know some way to protect yourself because only the final bit is in the, the actual indoors part, portion of the uh, the attraction. So, uh, yeah, but let us know what you think about you know, Frozen Ever After. Do you ride on it? Do you think it was worth it to remove Maelstrom for it? And as a matter of fact, I have a question for you. If you go to roosterteeth.com and answer this question, during our live stream on December 14th, we're going to go through and pull down some answers. And uh, if we if we pick your answer to read during the during the show, we'll send you an autograph park map. Speaking of which, I got to do that, Ben. I got to get all the park maps out. I got I to gotta get addresses. I should probably take care of that. Uh, so my question for you right now for this attraction very very controversial attraction okay do you think frozen after after belongs in epcot dang you were going for going the right jugular for why or why not so uh you know, obviously you know some people are like no don't don't ip my epcot and some people are like well it's norway it makes sense you know it's like okay you know like do you want to add a mary poppins ride to, to, to england like okay like do you want to add a cocoa ride to, to Mexico? Like, there's a lot of things. Like, I mean, I'd be okay with that if I'm being honest. I mean, there's a lot of stuff where it's like, do you want to keep IPs away from Epcot? Right. Are you are you comfortable with sort of the blending of it? Like, do you think there should be a fifth park maybe that's like based on movies? You know, like a Pixar park or yeah. something? I don't know. Like, there's a, there's a lot of options they could do. And I'm curious to hear the feedback. Like, me personally, I get it. I do miss kind of classic Epcot. You know, mm. I, I miss my Horizons. I miss my Universe of Energy. But, I mean, I love Cosmic Rewind. I think it's fantastic. Does it fit there? I don't know. I mean, I miss Wonders of Life. And that's that's the whole thing, too. Like, the Play Pavilion might not happen anymore. I don't know if you heard about oh, that. Oh, no. Yeah. So they were developing the Play Pavilion where Wonders of Life was, and it might not ever get done now. It's a thing. Oh. It's, it's pretty wild. So uh, lots of lots of stuff happening in Epcot right now. They've kind of gutted the whole main area, like the, the central area of Epcot. And they're adding the whole uh, Moana Journey of Water, which is another IP-based mm -hmm. thing. And they're adding a new, uh, they're adding a new hall because they do a lot of the big thing about Epcot is they do the festivals. Yeah, it's like wine, like, you know, like the wine and food festival, uh, the arts festival, and so they're actually adding a hall where they can do like shows and celebrations. Oh, that's cool. Kind of in the central area, but they had that already in the space they yeah. tore down. So they tore it down and are just kind of rebuilding Made something similar. Ones. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. So, not sure. Epcot, there's a lot of stuff going on with Epcot right now. But. I'm, like, sad to hear, though, because, like, I feel like for, you know, a local, like, when Disney World, like, Orlando, you're a local, like, Epcot's the park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so to have all these major changes, I'm like, dang, they really want to get, like, people who don't come here or do their one and dones to start to come here. And I'm like, can we? I like my, my <laughs> special space. I like it. I like educational. Well, I, I mean, like the science, uh, the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you bring up a really good point because, like, at Disneyland out in Anaheim, Disneyland is very much a local's park. Mm -hmm. Like, that's... This is the place where people will go for like, oh, let's spend half a day over Disneyland. And now they're adding the stuff with the reservations and you can't get annual passes anymore. A lot of kind of controversial stuff happening there. 
Orlando, Epcot was certainly the locals park. Totally. Like that would be like, oh, let's go get a nice dinner. And there's so many amazing restaurants there. You could go there all the time. But now it's kind of like they're turning it into like Magic Kingdom too. And it's like, oh, do, do locals want that? And, you know, like, you know, Figment has, has been this character, but he's been pushed aside for like, yeah. kind of like, oh, anyway, it's it's a whole thing that I'm- Look, Elsa's I'm, a queen. She should have her own castle in Magic Kingdom. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's Fantasyland. I mean, like we pretty much everyone else exists over there. Right. So it's like, I don't know why. Why put my girl to the side? What's going on there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure that one out. I just still think that Disney has enough room to build a fifth park. And especially now with Epic Universe opening up for or for uh, for Universal, like that's it's going to be very interesting because if if Disney was going to have uh, not a retaliation, but if they were going to have a response to Epic Universe, they would have started building now. Yeah. And even like Tron, Tron's been under construction for like six years, it feels like. It's not Five even open ever. yet. <laughs> yeah, it's opening next year. And they're they're redoing, you know, uh, uh, Splash Mountain to Princess and the Frog, which is great, but that's not really a new attraction. Right, and, it's I just mean, a... as a matter of fact, it's, it's taking an attraction away while they're building it because once Tron opens, they'll, they'll close that down. That'll be gone for almost a year oh, wow. while they're fixing that up. But it's like, what's the new thing? What's the next thing? Yeah, and, you know, I think a Pixar park would be the way to go. And to be honest, that just opens up more Star Wars room. That's true. Because like, I would just imagine they just put all the Toy Story there too. Like, they just <laughs> pick it up and drop it down i mean there, there's like, i mean hollywood studios in general like it's a very unique i mean there's a lot of space there it's kind of like unused space like all the animation courtyard stuff and like everything behind the sunset yeah like the in sunset the area. That corner area yeah yeah we've talked about it in the past but the fact that there's no like sunset where at least a tower of terror and and rock mm -hmm. and roller coaster now phantasmic which is reopen again yay it's a dead end it's a one-way street yeah and so you go down there i mean at phantasmic they'll open up backstage areas to mm -hmm. let crowd flow out but I mean, you get down there, there's no loop back around. You have to go out the way you came. And yeah. that makes no sense. Like you need to add that loop. You need another you need an entrance another entrance and exit to that area. And I don't know how they don't have that already or how they haven't developed towards that. But I don't know. I mean, we'll we'll see. The parks right now apparently like the only thing really making Disney money. <laughs> so it's like you feel they would invest I mean, that into makes it. Sense. Yeah. But uh because like, it costs a lot to make money, it costs a lot to keep a park running, but like they they are making money right now. And so I, I'm just I'm very curious to see what the next steps are for Disney because it feels like now is it, you, you got to start you know prepping stuff because like a D23 people are expecting like okay Disney's gonna have their epic universe response and they showed off a lot of like bl blue sky art which is essentially is like this we had a brainstorming like a session yeah well it was like we had a brainstorming session it's like this could end up back there but there's no concrete plan it's not like we're gonna break ground on it because they talked about back behind uh big thunder mountain yeah and that whole area back there there's a lot of space back there because uh -huh. it's mostly uh garages for uh, floats and whatnot which can be easily moved somewhere else but there's a lot of land back there they can use and they're talking about adding like a Coco area, talking about adding an Encanto area. I would love to see that. A Disney villains area. And the, there's a lot of cool stuff you could Disney do. Disney villains? A lot of cool stuff you can do, but it's like, that's still only a sliver and they haven't started. So yeah. I, what are, I mean, Epic's only two years away. Yeah. What you gonna do, Disney? But anyway, I I, I could go on and on about this stuff. <laughs> so I, I, me too. <laughs> I'm, very, I'm very passionate about that kind of stuff. But let us know what you think about Frozen landing in Epcot and whether or not it deserves to be there or should be there, or you think it should have stuck with Maelstrom and the trolls. But anyway, BK, you feel like you learned some stuff today? I learned that we like a lot of the same things. Oh yeah? I feel like I should have known this by now, but I feel Shocking, like, you know? Yeah, like, it's like, oh. Yeah, literally your, your, my first conversation with you when we met face to face was about theme Park, so. And I didn't even know you had a theme park. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that says about our marketing department, but <laughs> anyway, that it's good. And that's why I brought you in because you know your your passion for theme parks, mine, it matches mine. And like I, going to theme parks, going to Universal with you was so much fun, and I can't wait to do more stuff yes. like that. So.
But anyway, uh, thank you very much. Ben Lexa, did you learn more about your, your computer and water? How's it doing over there? I have to go. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, Ben's got to run to the Apple store and get his <laughs> stuff fixed. But uh, that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you so much. Don't forget, we have a live stream happening on December 14th. So go check that out. You can get the, you can see some of our answers. We're giving away park maps signed by people or signed by us. Uh, we also have a bunch of cool merchandise up in the store. Store.roosteeth.com. Pick up our new shirts. We've got the new hat. We've got uh, you know our postcards, all of that stuff. It's great. We love it. If you want to send us anything, you can send it to Annual Pass Care Rooster Teeth Productions, 1901 East 51st Street, Austin, Texas, 78723. Send us postcards. We want to see those postcards. I want to see the Christmas themed postcards. Yes. That's awesome because all that stuff's coming out right now. So, so excited. We love you guys. Stay safe and we'll see you next time. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Bye.